everyone, and welcome to Mommy on a Mission podcast, where candid conversations with guests that include entrepreneurs, community leaders, professionals, and fellow parents are held to inspire and shine light on all things family, health, career, finances, dating, and parenting. I'm your host, Jillian Watermore, and I'm ready to give you the realest conversations with seeds of inspiration. Hello to all my listeners of Mommy on a Mission podcast. It's so amazing to be on the mic again and just providing you all with good conversations that I hope you will enjoy, relate to, and will positively influence your life like always. Today, I'm so elated to be joined with a special guest who was also featured in season two of Mommy in a Mission podcast, where we highlighted the importance of Black women having a healthy mental health. That conversation was really insightful, and I enjoyed her insights on that topic. So with that being said, please welcome again Jamisha Purity as she joins us on this first episode of the final season yes the final season of mommy on a mission hey girl and welcome back how's everything with you hey Jillian thank you so much for welcoming me back um I'm so excited for us to talk again I loved our conversation in the second season and really looking forward to talking with you today Yes, I'm really excited too. So, you know, on this episode, we're highlighting and focusing on a nonprofit organization called, I'm so excited about this episode, called the Purposely Rooted Collective, which was co-founded by Tramisha and Miss Keandra Hill. I don't know if I'm saying it correct, right? Miss Keandra Hall. Andrea mm-hmm. Hall. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the corrections. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you a brief introduction of the Purposely Rooted collection, Collective, the organization is located in Birmingham, Alabama, where it's mainly focused on working to empower minority women through professional and personal development. Even though just being founded in July 2021, the organization is already making positive moves throughout the city of Birmingham by providing a platform to recognize, support, and educate the minority community. But that's enough of my voice. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'll just hand it all over to the organization's <laughs> founder and president, Jamisha Purity. She'll provide you with all the information about the organization and everything you need to know. So uh, let's get rolling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so can you provide the listeners with insight on the background, purpose, and mission of the Purposely Rooted Collective? Yes. So um, that was such a good intro, girl. So (laughs) um, the Purposely Rooted Collective, or PRC, is a 501c3 nonprofit um, that was formed by myself and Keandria Hall. And I currently serve as the president and Keandria, or Key, is the vice president. And so we wanted to create a space where we could find resources that could serve minority women in all major aspects of our lives. So you think about connecting people um, who look like us and having resources available to advance and change your career, career pivots, discussing different topics that, you know, we just don't have a chance or an opportunity to really have a safe space or vulnerability to talk about, and also promoting mental health well-being and learning new skills. And so Key and I were already connected um, as friends and sorority sisters. And so we saw this opportunity 
and need to create a safe space um, because we want minority women to be empowered both personally and professionally. So the overall mission of our organization is to empower minority women to transform their lives and change the world. And so PRC really is the manifestation of us shifting through our careers and just wanting to bridge that gap between minority women and our overall wellness so that we can always present our best version of ourselves. Awesome. Thank you. Because I know I follow the organization on all social media outlets. Mm -hmm. I love the way you all highlight and focus on the importance of mental health, not yes. just for women, but for also Black men. And I yes. love seeing that on my timeline. Oh, yeah. And, you know, well, so Keandria, just a little background about Key. Um, she is a behavioral health therapist. She's an LMSW. And so, you know, we really wanted to add that component because if you're not good, you're not going to be good at work. You, you know, won't present your best self for your family at home, your friends, your circle. So we really want to make sure that although we're talking about professional development, we also want to focus on personal development. And we all have relationships. And so we, we have to include our Black men too. And so we just wanted to make sure we were adding that component to our overall mission. Awesome. Great. So just moving on, you know, you know, what are just learning about the organization? What are three initiatives your organization leans towards in regards to empowering minority women in the community? Okay, yes. Yeah, so PRC, so we carry out our mission through uh, the promotion of workforce development, economic empowerment, aligning wellness resources, and also mentorship. And so we have three branches of programming that we've um, collectively called the collective experience. And so the collective experience, the three branches are purpose and success, purpose and wellness, and purpose and community. And so each one of these branches is designed to address an area that touches on our mission and our vision. And so just for instance, uh, the Purpose for Success, that programming is geared towards personal development and professional development. So think about, you know, leadership development training, workshops discussing taboo topics that you just don't talk about really, like, you know, being a strong Black woman, managing imposter syndrome, which is something that I had to deal with, uh, mm -hmm. mitigating microaggressions in the workplace, and also offering training and certification opportunities on different subjects. And so we really just want to make sure that we have things structured in a way where someone may have a need for the purpose and success branch and someone else may have a need for the purpose and wellness branch as well. But making sure that we have those opportunity and resources for whoever needs it. Okay, yeah, that's, that's really insightful. You really do need that like support system and mm -hmm. that elevation because everyone's not, you know, left to have that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's so important, girl. Like I, it PRC really started. I mean, thinking about a background, kind of going back to the first question, we kind of were talking through just things that we were dealing with in the workplace. And thankfully enough, we had circles where we could be that vulnerable and talk with one another. But as you talk to more people, you realize that a lot of us don't have that. A lot of us don't feel safe enough to say, hey, I'm having a really hard time at work and I don't really know what's going on. I don't know how to deal um, with these people. Um, but also you got to realize that you should be able to talk to women that look like you and feel safe enough to do so. And yeah. so you, you always want to provide an opportunity for someone to see a different way 
of handling and moving through their lives as well. So we just really hope that PRC is that safe space. Yes, that's good. Yeah. I just love the positive, like, you know, surrounding of- Oh yeah. Good vibes, girl. Good vibes. Yes, <laughs> so as founders, you know, how has your lives, you know, been impacted since the founding of your organization? Also, can you provide moments of how the Purposely Rooted Collective has impacted the lives of individuals in your community? Oh, yeah, girl, it, this has been such, you know, we really took this idea and ran with it um, just because we saw that there was such a need. Now, mind you, you know, this was started kind of post the George Floyd um, murder and a lot of attention on DE&I. And so we were thinking, well, you know, we want to be sure that we're addressing the needs of minority women. We're minority women ourselves. So we want to make sure that we are touching the topics that affect us personally. And the overall experience has just been mind blowing. Like the way resources have been aligned for us, everything has just really been divinely placed into making our organization grow. And so we bridged our networks to support the goals of our organization, um, you know, our families, our support system. Everyone is just so excited and ready to be hands on so that they can help us build out the organization. We're learning as we are going. And I think that's the fun part, too. I've never been in the nonprofit sector. So um, I've always been within healthcare through either patient care or IT. And so for me, this has opened my eyes to just a completely different world, you know. But I also know that I'm a, like a, a servant leader. I come from a family of servant leaders. And so this is something that's so important and it doesn't feel like work. You know, when we're making those connections, we're talking to different people, we it doesn't feel like work. It feels like this is what we're called to do. And so we've connected with individuals in our community um, that express the need for the programming that we have and, you know, survey minority women that we just talked to throughout the day that we work with, that we previously have worked with through different organizations to see what issues are affecting them, affecting them the most. And then also building on those relationships so that we can continue to be a trusted source. You know, you don't want to just say, yeah, we're a safe space and you don't have the uh, proof of that. We want to make sure that other women can speak on behalf of PRC and say, no, they mean what they say. And so God has really blessed us throughout the journey so far. Um, and we're just really thankful for the affirmation that we receive because what we're doing is purpose-led. And it has nothing else to do with other than what we felt was needed um, to help us move forward in our world. And so- you know, a lot of, we're, some of us are early career stages, mid-career stages. We just want to make sure that no matter at what point you are in your career, your personal life, you know that this is an area, a place where you're safe. And so I guess the most re rewarding moment um, for me, it is when you see that light bulb go off for another woman and that light bulb can go off because she's finally understood Let's, you know, I was, we've been helping um, a couple of individuals maneuver through the next step in their career pivot. And so um, one individual in particular, she, um, she, we went to South together. She saw what we were doing and was like, hey, I really just want to excel in my career. I'm kind of at a, at a, you know, pivotal point. I don't know which way to go. And so we kind of had discussions over time and, you know, she was severely underpaid severely underpaid and 
was about to sit for her PMP certification. And so I'm like, girl, no, go get your money. <laughs> like you need to get your money and whatever it is that you need to do to get there, let me know. And so over the course of maybe a month, I think it, it wasn't long at all. I, and when I say mind blowing, mind blowing. And passed a few resources along to her, um, passed around some job openings that I saw and she interviewed for one and her salary increased four times. And when she called me and to hear that relief, you know, financial freedom is everything. And you want to be able to feel good about what you're doing, but you also want to be financially free because so many other worries are kind of alleviated. Money isn't everything, but it provides security. And I could just hear in that conversation, yes, her, her salary, you know, went up by four times, but she also felt this freedom. I don't have to go back to that job that was underpaying me. I don't have to deal with those people that I really thought I was kind of stuck with. I'm moving on to something where I can learn, I can build, I can grow. And low key, you're creating generational wealth for yourself. And I think a lot of times we kind of forget about um, being happy in what you're doing. And I can honestly feel the sense of relief, like the weight coming off of her shoulders. And she cried. I cried on the phone uh, just because I could just sense the life-changing moment that she had by advancing in her career. And it may not be career focused for everyone. It could just be, you know what, I started therapy and my life is changing. And we also want to connect people to those resources as well. But I think for me, when you have those moments, it just affirms that what we're doing is so important and is so vital. Very awesome. You know, I just, one thing I like about it is that, you know, with you and your fellow co-founder mm-hmm. is that you can tell that you have the passion to help people. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, when you have, you know, individuals who are passionate about what they are doing, you are mm-hmm. absolutely going to get the 150%, 50% support yes. you need. So that's oh, yeah. that I really like about the organization and that, you know, you can tell that you guys love what you're doing. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, we believe in sowing good seeds because when you sow good seeds, the harvest is just going to be bountiful. And I think, you know, when we are, we're not jeopardizing the integrity of ourselves and or this organization to do anything. You know, if it doesn't feel right, we're not signing up to do it. If if it does, sponsorships, donors, anything, if it doesn't feel right, we're not aligning ourselves with it because I think that kind of gets lost in the weeds when you have nonprofit organizations. And that's just stuff that I'm learning, you know, um, and trying to avoid. But I think, when you're doing it for the right reasons and you're doing it because you truly feel like this is what God called you to do, it makes it just seamless to help. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So, you know, um, you just elaborated on so much and that one yeah. question. <laughs> so, you know, just covering this next question is like everything. It's like, you know, cause the, the question I wanted to ask is since founding, you know, the organization, what's the most rewarding moments you had the opportunity to experience? So you answered that completely mm-hmm. on everything. And, um, you know, along with the kind of relationships you connected, you had like how you spoke about, you know, just helping a friend get that increase in her salary. So that right there is like a potential connection you've had. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And she speaks that's she she rants and raves about 
PRC. Like she literally is like, whatever you need me to do, I, I'm a witness to it because you know what? You didn't have to help me, but you did. And yeah. that in turn manifests into her helping another black woman to wow. feel the same way that she does. And so this isn't just about what Key and I are doing. Mm-hmm. We want the people that join our community to be able to do the same thing because where you can reach one, you can reach many. It's only like six degrees of separation for a lot of people anyway. And so if she can therefore take her experience and help someone else, that's also carrying out the mission of PRC. Yeah. 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 And so now, you know, just focusing on, you know, this one, I think this other topic comes into play about helping one another along the way when one person's help you. So no, just now focusing on the important topic, which is in relations to the purpose of your organization. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to sisterhood, how is it important for Black women like ourselves to build that support system among each other? You know, further, can you provide tips on building a genuine sisterhood with like-minded women? Yeah, I. you know what? I think sisterhood is so important. It is life-changing when you have the right circle in yeah. a village. And you don't, I'm a village baby. Like, I come from a family of strong women who wrap their love around me and I realize that's an advantage that a lot of people don't have but that doesn't mean that you can't get it and I think a lot of times you know circumstances kind of sway you to believe that you can't build that genuine connection with other like-minded women but you truly can um it may be kind of going through the weeds a little bit until you find that village and circle but I'm so thankful for mine because I know it keeps me in balance it keeps me structured in life I have a village that I can go to about any and everything and that is something that I know makes my life better um it makes my life more meaningful and it makes my life more purpose-led and You know, when it comes to minority women being a safe space for one another, be authentic, you know, be who you are so that you're presenting your best self in most situations. And I think, you know, once we alleviate a lot of the gatekeeping um, and offering a safe space. And so I keep talking about safety because I think it's so important. Safety isn't just kind of like a physical thing. It can be emotional. It could be financially safe. Um, It could just be personally safe. And I think that when you feel safe in any space, you're going to flourish because you don't mind asking questions. You don't mind saying, hey, you know what? I need help um, studying for this test. Can we have some study groups just to keep me accountable? My group, we do that all of the time. And so when you understand each other and you understand each other's needs and wants too, you're able to embrace the relationships that you can build. You know, I am we're both in organizations, uh, Greek organizations that have an emphasis on sisterhood. And I think that we both know the benefit of finding that tribe. Like once you get your tribe, man, it's like a lot of your other worries just kind of subside because you know that you have someone that can pick you up when you fall down because we're Mm -hmm. all going to have bad days. Um, But you also have cheerleaders like that's my girl. And that's, and we have that, like, we're so blessed, man. And the older you get, the more you realize like everybody does not have a village and it is really detrimental when you can't find that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can totally agree. You know, personally having a sisterhood with like-minded black women has always been my lifeline. Yeah. Need to remember who I am, why I am, what I'm here to do. 
I guess yeah. the bonds I've had with my female family members, my sister friends, my sorority sisters, and even coworkers, mm-hmm. it sustains me when all my other self-care tactics fail me. Yes, girl. Yes. So mm-hmm. women yes. in close inner circle are constantly having my back, whether I'm winning, I'm losing, or failing. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and that is one of the most empowering feelings I'm always blessed to experience. Yeah, yeah. it's a safety net, you know, yeah. like you said, when you when self care doesn't work, because sometimes going to get a massage and a facial and going to spend money, just you still come back home like I just don't feel good. Yeah, and yeah. I need to call somebody and laugh. I, I need know, to talk right? to you know, I need to talk to my girl and you know have her. Everyone that I know in my village, everyone serves a purpose, mm-hmm. and you know I have friends that I can go to and just talk about anything and unleash I have other friends who are like professionally this is what we're about to do we're about to come up come get this money let's get to it and I think when you have that variety you just truly are able to stay afloat because there are times when we just do not we just we're just floating like I know personally you just have so much going on your own goal uh back to the strong black woman thing and you need people to pull you back that you trust yeah. that you trust biggest word there um that you trust there and you value their opinion I think that's the part of sisterhood um that sometimes is overshadowed is valuing the opinion not necessarily agreeing all of the time but still saying you love me enough to tell me that mm-hmm. so I think that is really important yeah you know for instance you know a few weeks ago I had my midterm exams and mm-hmm. For those who really, really know me, I have test anxiety. Mm. So after one of my exams, I was so afraid that I didn't do well. Like I didn't get the grade that I expect to get, mm-hmm. you know, because I just, I just knew that that anxiety kicked in. Yeah. So I was able to call out one of my close friends and sorority sister who was able to provide me with alternative solutions of mm-hmm. what to do if I didn't get the grade I want and right. how I should go for it and and approach my professor you know mm-hmm. you know because she too is a professor mm-hmm. um, so I was able to share with her you know this crucial thing in my life yeah. and you know and to have that circle of like-minded women in your corner who understands your situation and can provide you with vital advice in yeah. need is so important so it's I- the cheat code I, I really say it man it's the cheat code because you can you know, and I'm sure you've recognized you can spot someone who doesn't have a village yeah. because there are just certain things you're like, you know what, <laughs> if I was out here doing something like that, my people will pull me back so fast. Like, hey, you are out of line mm-hmm. um, and you need to realign. And I think even in the instance with your sorority sister, she's a professor. You trust what she said and you trusted her alternative perspective. Mm-hmm. And we need that because sometimes we're tunnel vision. We're thinking about something anxiety I deal with uh, will have you overthinking and thinking about worst case scenario and you need people to pull you back and say, no, that's not even what's going on. And if it does happen, here's a solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was really helpful for her and I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So for all the listeners, you know, who want to keep up with the Purposely Rooted Collective, what are ways to connect with your organization? And also, if possible, could you share projects or events your organization is working on soon? 
Yes. So you can definitely connect with us via social media. Um, we are on Instagram and Facebook, Purposely Rooted Co. Um, we are actually about to launch our new website, PurposelyRootedCo.org. So wow. really, really wow. excited for that. Um, that's a whole to do. Um, but also, uh, you know, emailing us, which that information is on our websites. And so looking forward to our um, upcoming events, we will have a networking event in December. And then we also will have a couple of workshops focusing on our purpose and success branch of programming. So really excited to get that hashed out and actually partnering with some really good organizations to make that happen. Okay, awesome. Um, So let me, you know, just, you know, while there you you have it, you know, the Purposely (laughs) Collective, I just got lost in what you're saying because it's, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with, you know. everything going on girl we i'm trying to keep up like i am trying to keep up yeah so you know well you know well there you have it you know the purposely rooted collective which i also enjoy following you know like you said on both of all your social media outlets so i recommend everyone to follow this you know the organization because they are doing amazing things to help support and give minority women a voice within the community so, you know, I just want to say thank you, Jamisha, you know, again, for joining me on this episode, you know, on this final season of the podcast. No, thank you, Jillian. Thank you so much for having the conversations. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, you know, low key, you're executing the mission as well by providing a safe space mm-hmm. for us to have these conversa- conversations and for women to listen in and really just know that there are resources and there are individuals out there that you can connect with to better yourself so I really appreciate it so thank you again Jamisha you know for you know always joining me you know it's always good you know and just and having an insightful conversation you know with you and I'm so proud of the work you and your organization are just doing for women like us so. Thank you so much, Jillian. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, girl. This is, I mean, we, we go way back. So yes. I'm really excited <laughs> to always connect and wish you the best, girl, and on your yeah. final season. Thank you so much. And like Jamisha said, you know, just please follow the Purposely Rooted Collective on Instagram and also search on Facebook by their name. And, you know, just trust me, you won't be discourage like discourage I love the advice I love everything that they provide to the community and I love to see the positive influence on my timeline like I said (laughs) thank you so much girl you're welcome so that ends the episode of one of the final season of mommy and a mission podcast thank you all for tuning in and listening and I appreciate all the support and love so I end this episode with an affirmation that I hope you know, just speaks life into you in every situation that you're facing. And I say, I am blessed. I know it. I'm choosing positive feelings and they are bringing abundant blessings into my life. I know that my well-being is my responsibility and I am making it a priority. I'm taking charge and I am pursuing what brings me joy. I am putting myself first by showing up for my happiness. So that ends this episode of Mommy and a Mission. And until the next episode, take care. Thank you all for listening to Mommy on a Mission. And I hope you enjoyed. 
To keep up with the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at underscore mommy on a mission podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Jillian Watermore, sending you lots of peace and prosperity to you and your family. Until next time.